You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hi, everybody. It's Katie. As a lot of you probably know, we are on summer break. But we didn't want to leave you high and dry. So today, we are playing an episode from Patreon from 2022. This episode is about Constance of Castile, and it was a rabbit hole we went down when researching Catherine Swinford. While the Catherine Swinford episode isn't a prerequisite, it wouldn't hurt. And if you don't know a lot about this part of England and Spain in this time period, you might also want to check out our Isabella of Castile episodes too. All right, enjoy. Oh, and hey, we curse a lot. So if you don't like cursing, you're not going to like this. Okay, <laughs> cheers, bitches. Katie, Katie, it's my loving Katie. Oh, <laughs> I like this song. Nathan, Nathan, little baby, Nathan. Baby, baby. Hey, hello, Patreon supporters. Hello. Uh, Nathan, in our last episode was Catherine Swinford. Yes. Um, we know her main boo, her main boo thing, the love of her life, at least, was John of Gaunt. But John of Gaunt had a wife. two other wives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, while they were dating, uh, he had a wife. Um. He had a wife. Um, hashtag poor baby Constance, I think is what we called her in yes. the episode. Today, I am getting Nathan's story time, and you are going to give me the lowdown on Constance of Castile, right? Yes. And honestly, like whenever I first started the Constance of Castile research, you know, you always kind of start off on Wikipedia just because you want to get like, okay, life, death, do yeah, like the basic dates, like life, death, marriages, children, done. And then I go on and move elsewhere. Wikipedia had like one paragraph. (laughs) Really? Horrible. Uh, Absolutely no research on it. But once I started to dig a little deeper and go a little bit further, I did find a lot of really cool backstory. So, well, I know every time we ever look into Spanish history, those stories are always fucking bananas. Telenovela, right? Tele-novella. It's a telenovela. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I, I don't, I, I don't mean to make this like a, you know, telenovela is a Spanish term, but I mean it's true. <laughs> like they it's really always have. A- <laughs> you're marrying relatives, and people are getting kidnapped, and people are getting weird amnesia diseases. So <laughs> I'm excited to hear this story and the research that you found. So why don't you kick it off? I feel like a lot of Constance's story is about what happened to her father. So a lot of her story is going to start off and it'll start to make sense of, oh, so that's why she is the way that she is. So we really have to talk about her father first. Um, So buckle up because we're going to get into some Castilian history. Click, click. That was me buckling. (laughs) My seatbelt. 
So just in case you're wondering, yes, Constance of Castile is the great grandmother of Isabella of Castile, the queen. Oh! Imagine that. So obviously that also makes Constance the great, great grandmother of Catherine of Aragon. Yes, yes. So, yes, I got great greats right. Great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're about to get a little bit dicky because we got to learn about dad. Got to um, get a little bit dicky. Dicky. Sorry. Gotta get a little bit. Oh. <laughs> I, I hope you can see that Katie just kind of like did a little shimmy for me there. The, the dirty dance. You know, you can, except you can't really see me. <laughs> so we're going to talk about her dad first uh pedro uh he does go down in history as king peter of castile but i like pedro better i might say peter on accident deal with it well Um, pedro (laughs) is like peter is the english version of pedro right uh pedro exactly yeah so uh we're going to talk about pedro of castile or his anglicanized name peter the cruel Ooh. So, um, um, I whoever think hit, I might know a little uh, bit about this guy, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Go on, go on. So, whoever his PR rep is, he needs to fire them. Stat like <laughs> last name, the cruel, not cool. Not. <laughs> you saw that? Did you see that? Coming? I like. I love it when you rhyme. <laughs> it just blows my mind. Oh, look at that oh. smooth chick over there. <laughs> <laughs> So Pedro, uh, we're not going to call him Peter the Cruel, because uh, history kind of is slanted on this one. Uh, Pedro was tall, light blonde hair, blue eyes, six foot tall, muscular. So, sorry, mm. sorry, I'm mm. dreaming. <laughs> mm. I did read that he actually had a lisp. Um, I'm very partial to a lisp. Um, Super. <laughs> super thanks for asking super hard worker super hard worker <laughs> <laughs> loved music art poetry you know honestly guys husband material like, i mean <laughs> right like I, art music poetry tall dark he, not dark he's light skinned but handsome beautiful like come on sign me up i mean except for the nickname the cruel everything else is sounding great yeah yeah but he might have not been as cruel as we actually think okay. so also in his description was that he quote unquote loved women greatly which means he's a hoe yeah yeah <laughs> that's so that's that's the um the nice way of putting it in 14th century life that your king is a slut um okay. i mean so while he, most kings are it's kind mm-hmm. of an anomaly whenever we're like, and he didn't cheat on his wife. So, you know. Right. But but at this point, he's just a slut. He doesn't have okay. a wife yet. Okay. But he needs to have a wife so he can start hoeing around and cheating on her, right? That's Duh. kind of what they do. So his first bride-to-be was named Joan, the daughter of King Edward III of England. Maybe you've heard of him. Um, okay. But yeah. she was to travel to go see peter or pedro uh during the black plague and they were like omg don't Uh, there's the black plague and she decided to go anyway so i'll give you one guess of what happened to her uh she did yep she did so that would have been that would have been john of gaunt's sister then 
Yes, correct. Oh, it's all it's all coming together. Everyone's related <laughs> in the royalty. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so after ye old potential lady dies, yeah. um, he decides, hey, I need someone younger, prettier. You know, I got to get her knocked alive. up and also yeah, alive. And alive. I got to cheat on her too. So I yeah. need some royal babies so I can mm-hmm. cheat on her as well. So, so enter Maria Padilla. Maria, Maria. Yeah, Maria de Padilla. Sorry, that's very hard to say quickly. Um, so Padilla. she's not she's not a royal, but we'll get back to that. Let's put a pin in that. Okay. So okay. the two met when Peter was on an expedition to squash a rebellion underneath his illegitimate brother's name. So he had a bastard brother, um, and nothing like a bastard brother to bring two lovebirds together. <laughs> Right, like one does. Like might Um, happen on a soap opera. Right? And legend goes that apparently sometime between here when they meet and a couple years later, the two actually married in secret. Giving me very Henry VIII, Anne Boleyn vibes. I love a secret marriage. Yes. So it's debated whether or not they actually were married, but I tend to think, yes. I mean, it's pretty pretty well claimed that that happened, but we really just don't know. So insert telenovela. Okay. <laughs> this is where the telenovela comes up. So his advisors are like, okay, we, we really got to get you to marry some royal woman so that you can start making them royal babies. Oh, this is giving edward the fourth um elizabeth mm-hmm. woodville vibes yes very similar to that so they're trying to force him to get married to someone so he has to peter slash pedro um pedro has to end up saying all right i'm gonna have to deny that this marriage the secret marriage ever happened very much Edward and Elizabeth. I'm going to have to deny this ever happened. I'm going to have to pretend that we're okay, that, you know, I'm a single, ready to mingle king. But then, like, he gets to meet um, Blanche de Bourbon, um, Blanche Devereaux de Bourbon, if you're (laughs) nasty. Uh, Blanche was, it's so weird. Like, I feel like this is the first time that we've ever done an episode or a couple of episodes where Blanche was a popular name. It seems like it was a popular name amongst the nobility, but like just this generation. And then it kind of Right, it really was. It was just this generation. And so they end up actually getting married. And then after three so long she was, days- But she was a blue blood, right? She was- Yes, correct. Okay. She was from the Bourbon family. Okay. Um, so after three days of marriage, literally King Pedro is <laughs> like, nope, 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 I'm out. Never mind. <laughs> like three control days. Control Z. Control Z. <laughs> right. It's like I, I, I really honestly think it's pretty obvious why he ended up ending this with Blanche. Um, it's telenovela. He's in love with Maria. In my opinion, that's what it is. Okay. Um, but you know what? Maybe her vagina had teeth. We just never know. Remember when we talked about Ingenborg or whatever of Denmark who married the French king that after like one night he was like, she's a witch. I can't do it. Like, I wonder if she put a spell on his dick or something. Maybe so. It's very possible. (laughs) You heard it here first, Queen's podcast. Maybe (laughs) she put a spell on his dick. Or her vagina had teeth. 
We just or her that. vagina had teeth. Both are <laughs> like viable options. <laughs> but for real, I really think it was. He tried to marry this girl named Blanche from Bourbon and was like, no, but I really love Maria. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, my God. I have to be with my woman. Oh, I have to. and of course, loved her already. Yeah, that's literally it's a telenovela yeah. picture perfect. Uh, I can't marry you because I'm in love with another woman. Um, and that's exactly pretty much what happened. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So he was really in love with Maria um, because they boned a lot. And yeah. when I say a lot, I mean a lot. So, of course, we know King Pedro and Maria have our girl Constance or yeah. else we wouldn't be talking about her. But add to the mix Beatrice, Isabella and Alfonso all within a five year period. So that four is babies. Some, that is some jaquetta of Luxembourg shit. It's just like yeah. pregnant, 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 pregnant. I'm gonna need some recovery time. But they were just they were just so horny for each other that she was like, "Let's go. Let's just keep going at it. Let's keep pounding." So I mean, why not? That um, should be so... on a Valentine's Day card. Let's keep going. <laughs> at it. Let's keep pounding. Why not? With a heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So not only was our girl new merch oh idea, God, new merch idea. I love it. I love it. Anyway, so, so not only was our girl Constance born in 1354, guess who got married again? Pedro got married again. Oh wait, so he did to someone besides Maria? Yeah, he never marries Maria. So at this point, well, he secretly. So Constance Maria. is illegitimate. Technically, right now, yes, she would be considered. Okay, I'll shut up and quit interrupting the story. No, well, because at this point, he's still denying the marriage, that secret marriage that happened between him and Maria. Still debated if it did or did not happen. But yes, she would technically be illegitimate at this point because he hasn't acknowledged that that marriage happened. So not only was our girl Constance born in 1354, guess who got married again? King Pedro. Her daddy. He hasn't technically so, recognized ha- the marriage with Maria right now. So he's still denying that that ever happened. So he's technically single. So that would it's make. It's not super dissimilar to Catherine Swinford. Make- no, and that's, huh, that's why that's I find it very, very similar. And so that's why I think 
in terms of Constance, she was more accepting of Catherine Swinford because they had very similar upbringings, if you will. Yeah. Um, oh, that's and- interesting that her she would go on to marry a man that has the same kind of relationship with a mistress. That, that's just an interesting exactly. <clears throat> I know that's what I found really interesting. I was like, it's it's really funny how these two women are very similar. So it makes me think if they actually might have gotten along. <laughs> you know, I don't know like, that their two paths crossed in real yeah, life too much. But I feel but... like they would have gotten along. Like in real life, if they met, they would have gotten yeah. along because they have very similar upbringings. Yeah. <clears throat> so King Pedro. Um, ends up getting married to a woman named Juana de Castro. And like this time he decides to one up himself after only two days. (laughs) He ding dong ditches. (laughs) Ding dong ditches. (gasps) Ding dong ditch. Nathan. Katie's lost it. This, in, in this context, ding dong ditch means he got married to her, stuck it in her puss, and then left. No, Nathan, I I knew what ding dong ditch <laughs> meant. I absolutely. <gasps> we are using that as much as we can moving forward. <laughs> I am a little annoyed that we haven't used it before. Now you are a fucking genius. Continue with your story. <laughs> so. He ding dong ditches, and um, <laughs> unluckily for Constance, uh, Juana de Castro actually gets pregnant and has a baby off of this. So, oh, like, oh. oh <laughs> luckily, after one ding dong ditch, yeah, that's all it fucking took. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then, uh, lucky for Constance, that baby doesn't survive very long. So she she's good. I don't know. That's not lucky for anybody, but no, 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 no. no. But in Castilian history, the less threats you have, the better, because otherwise you're gonna get kidnapped, girl. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So after this divorce, not divorce, but after he leaves Juana, after he leaves Juana, guess who he comes crawling back to? Maria, Maria. Mommy, what's that story? How did you know, Katie? Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really just starting to think that Maria's pussy must, her pussy glitters as gold. Yes, yes, yes. that's a Cardi B statement. <laughs> um, All that glitters is gold. <laughs> so Pedro hey now, and Maria, she's a rock star. Anyway, I'm sorry. Get your show on. Hey, hey. So Pedro and Maria's relationship lasted until Maria's death in 1361. So it was quite some time. It was about how, you know how long was that? Do you know? So it was around. I want to say they met. It was probably about 15 ish years that they were together. Pretty um, long I know for from, a royal affair. Yeah. Yeah, but between the time that Constance, maybe it was 12 years, but between the time Constance was born um, and Maria died, that was a seven year period. So just in that, you know, they were together for seven years. Yeah. But get can can you just take one solid guess of what Maria died of that everybody at the time died of, including his ex? Childbirth? The plague. 
The plague. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. His first fiance. The plague. The plague. (laughs) So after her death, Peter ends up coming up and saying, OMG, we were actually secretly married. Mm. And then all the bishops in in Castile just kind of roll their eyes and are like, okay, bro, whatever you say, this is fine. Um, But this actually made our girl Constance a legitimate royal now. So our girl's a princess, y'all. That is another parallel with mm-hmm. Catherine Swinford's kids. Mm-hmm. Ah. So very similar lives, these two. That's why I was like researching yeah. it. And I was like, do I accidentally have all of my Catherine Swinford bookmarks saved? <laughs> like, what's going so, on here? That is so interesting. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So while all this love drama is happening, our boy Pedro is constantly being attacked by his bastard brother, Henry. Also, I'm just going to call him Enrique if you're nasty. Enrique if you're nasty. I love it. So Enrique Iglesias feels like he's the rightful ruler of Castile and forces King Pedro to be a man on the run. Man on the run. Paul McCartney, we changed the sound just enough that you can't sue us. <laughs> gotcha. I doubt um, Paul McCartney is a subscriber to nope. the Queen's Podcast Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> so Pedro, at this point, he's been overthrown by his half-brother Enrique Iglesias. not really uh is enrique um and they flee to southwest france so they meet a man in southwest france by the name of edward the black prince oh so that is john of gaunt's older brother ding dong ditches No. <laughs> no. You told me to use it as much as possible, and I did. I kind of meant specifically for sex-related situations, but you know what? Heard it here first, Queen's podcast, The Black Prince, and this king of Spain. Totally fucked. <laughs> totally fucked. Okay, no, they did not, but they met up in the southwest of France. And just so you fucking know, if your name is the Black Prince, it means you're pretty metal as fuck. <laughs> well, I've read a couple of different things on why he was called mm-hmm. that. It may have been that, yeah, he was a sadistic fuck, but it may have been that his armor that he wore in battle was like a signature. He had a signature outfit and it was black armor. That's and what I love I... I love a prince with a signature outfit. Yes, and that's what I like to believe in is that it was because he, you know, was in his black armor because that's kind of hot. His signature um, outfit. Everybody knows. Signature. His look. But he also was a very, very, very accomplished uh, commander at the time. He fought in this thing called, you know, the Hundred Years' War. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you've um, heard. Actually, I and I want to give a disclaimer also to our listeners. We are purposely getting out of the Hundred Years' War with the rest of this season. We have spent right. a lot of time in the Hundred Years' I know. War. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's well, got I, a, lot, I, a lot of interesting characters in it, though. It, I mean, it was a hundred years. I mean, technically, like what, a hundred? It was one hundred fourteen years, but that's yeah, something not, like that. But. That's not very marketable. (laughs) No, but this just gives you an idea that 
during that course of time of the Hundred Years' War, he was noted as one of the best commanders of the entire thing. So, no, it was a huge blow to England when he <laughs> was not able to become king, and his son did at such a young age and became such a disaster. Exactly. But needless to say, if you're a commander and one of the best in the Hundred Years' War, that means you're real good at strategifying. Um, strategery. That, that strategery is for strategy. Or <laughs> yeah, the strategizing, I think, is the yes, actual there you word. go. <laughs> Thank you, English dictionary. Um, so he recommends that Constance and her sister be looked after by the English because you know, Castile tends to kidnap people and you know, kill them. <laughs> They're and... a little bit murdery sometimes, <laughs> right? So it's like, uh, great idea, actually. Yeah. Um, he, so he, she remains constant, remain, <clears throat> Constance remains under the constant protection uh-huh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> of the English in southwest Spain at the time. So that's real good for her because yeah. uh, guess who ends up being killed? Her daddy. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Her daddy ends up being stabbed to death by his half-brother Enrique Iglesias. God <sighs> So Enrique Iglesias then becomes king, I'm assuming? So, yeah, yeah. You heard but it first in Queen's so- podcast, Enrique Iglesias, king of Spain. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes... I, feel, I I don't feel I know these stories are made up because one of the stories is is that Enrique walks into the room and then stabs him to death, stabs Pedro to death, uh, you know, multiple different times until Pedro's just dead and there's blood everywhere. In reality, I think some, you know, guard accidentally stabbed the king, didn't know it was the king, and then Enrique walks in and is like, well, fuck. Well, look, okay, I'm yeah. king now. So, <laughs> and then he's like, okay, so we got to come up with this badass story about how I stabbed him marketing, to death. Marketing, marketing, marketing. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happened. Like, all this shit where a king walks in and stabs another king, bullshit. Um, they were probably would already you, Would you call it fake news, probably? Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> but at this point, everybody just agrees. All of his people are like, okay, whatever. Yeah, you stabbed him to death. Awesome. Um, either way, at this point, Enrique Iglesias is now king, so that means our girl Constance is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> she oh. she was in line for the throne. She's technically still in line for the throne, which makes her a threat. Yeah. So he's he's the half brother, and we've talked about Castilian history and all of that. They women really didn't... women can inherit. Yeah. In Spain. So, and like when we talked about like Elizabeth of York or something, she couldn't inherit. So no one was probably going to kill her. Uh, Notice that none of the daughters went missing. uh, Exactly. It was just the sons. But if you live somewhere where women can't inherit. Exactly. And that's exactly what happened. She ended up being in a fortress. And at that point, Enrique... He ends up surrounding, not Enrique himself, his forces end up surrounding this fortress for two years. Oh, God. So she is surrounded for two years. And I feel like whenever I was researching this, I was like, this is a very two Katie years? move. This is a Katie move of Constance. Like, she's like, <laughs> you you don't want me to leave this castle? Oh, OK, I, I'll just I'll just sit here 
in my castle, not making any, not making any sudden movements. Look at, oh, oh, no, no. I'm just checking my messages on my phone. Not trying to stab you or anything. See this? Look, totally innocent. Not trying to plot (laughs) any plots here. Right. Not trying to make any waves. Like, you're just not trying to make any waves. You've got a whole army surrounding your fortress. Do you really (laughs) want to try to overthrow him? Because you're going to get killed right quick. Nope. And we, as we've discussed many times on this show, I value my life more than a religion or, or, uh, or a birthright or a yeah. um, nun me up, bitch, you know, whatever. I'm not trying yeah. to be a martyr. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So King Edward III of England finally agrees, okay, we're formally going to take Constance in. We're going to bring her to an English-held territory in France. Okay. fucking... Because the Hundred Years' War and nothing is real. Borders don't exist. Okay. Uh, it's like, why does England have to have their hands down France's pants every single step of the way? Like, uh, well, because well, technically, do you want to know why? Or was <laughs> yeah. that a rhetorical question? No, that was a rhetorical <laughs> okay. question. Because I know it's what caused the Hundred Years' War. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, really, though, like, England always kind of just wants to know what's in everybody's business anyway. They're always like, what's going on in your country? But what's going on in your country? So enter the country of Castile. Because now we've got our girl Constance coming over. Mm -hmm. Um, This brand new government of Castile is shaky at best. Um, We've got, you know, King Enrique... Yeah, it sounds like kings are just getting murdered, so yeah. Yeah, and he's just now on the throne, so he's a pretty new king, so pretty simple to try to overthrow that would be a perfect time to IDK overthrow it. It would be a shame if someone overthrew it, yeah. And then this is when King Edward III promptly offers up his newly single son, John Gaunt. There we go! So... John's late wife, Blanche Devereaux of Lancaster. Um, mm-hmm. No, really, it's just Blanche of mm. Lancaster. Um, no, I think this... all our listeners now know her as Blanche Devereaux of Lancaster. So it's yes. fine. It's fine. So this this particular Blanche Devereaux of Lancaster, fun note, her fortune is actually still funding the monarchy today. What? Yes, queen. That's how she rich was... she was? She has some jewels, motherfucker. That's what I'm well, talking I know about. Her son, her son goes on to be Henry the Fourth. 
And so it doesn't surprise me that, you know, generational wealth from her, because she was a very rich heiress for the next few generations, but I didn't know generational wealth meant modern day. That's like 600 years, 700 Mm -hmm. years. That's bananas. She's a rich bitch. (laughs) Some very rich bananas, very wealthy bananas. So obviously this marriage between John and Constance from the English side, 100% political, 100% strategic. Like, you marry me, I marry you, I take your country. Sounds fair, right? (laughs) Thumbs up, let's do it. (laughs) So Constance makes her way to London on February 9th. So on February 9th, 1372, she's escorted by the Black Prince. And (laughs) she is escorted in as the ceremonial Queen of Castile. Funny how... Funny how she can throw all this shade and say that she's the Queen of Castile while in England. <laughs> she wouldn't say this in Castile because she'd get oh, killed. She... <laughs> totally off. Yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah, she she enters London. She's like, oh, now I'm the Queen of Castile. In Spain, I was just that that. I, w- I was, you know, I was in hiding. <laughs> <laughs> so her younger sister actually travels with her to England at this point because <laughs> don't blame her. I'd want to get the fuck out like, too. I can, I can come. I can come. I'm gonna, I can be <laughs> right. your lady in waiting or some shit. I can come. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. So Sweet. her sister's name is Isabella of Castile and no, 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 no. Not Different. Queen Isabella. Not real inventive with names. We all know that. Uh, but I suspect that maybe Isabella's a family name. But, but I'm no expert. Oh, no expert. I don't think that would be a horribly <laughs> long shot there. <laughs> so Constance moves into Savoy Palace to live with her new hubby, John Gaunt. And while in ye old dusty castle, they uh, <laughs> dust out her old dusty cap oh. castle and, and they manage to eat her, eat her, eat her. But eat Nathan, eat her, eat her, was it a ding dong ditch? No ding dong ditch in this ceremony. Okay. No, it was a ding dong. Okay, you stay. Oh. <laughs> so they have two children. Unfortunately, only one ends up surviving okay. um, past infancy. And her name is Catherine of Lancaster. So if you don't know Catherine of Lancaster, that is actually Isabella of Cat, like Queen Isabella's great grandmother. Wait, grandmother, excuse me. Okay, okay. Grandmother, Grandmother. just grandmother. Just because Catherine of Lancaster gave birth to a son who was Isabella's dad. Oh, and that's how, that's how Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon were actually distant cousins. There you go. Everyone's related. <laughs> so no, this was definitely one of those where when you start off researching Constance, you have no idea of all of these relations. And then you're like, oh, but, oh, but, but once you go down the uh, rabbit holes, once you go down the rabbit holes, you're like, oh, 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 yeah. Making sense. <laughs> so... Spoiler alert, um, John Gaunt and his plan to just somehow overthrow Castile and take, you know, <laughs> freaking Constance's country, it didn't quite work out. He was like, I'm the king of Castile. And everyone's like, but you're not. You know. <laughs> That's a direct quote. <laughs> so, in fact, 
Uh, John and Constance actually end up renouncing any claim to the throne. Oh. So they legitimately like, we are not, but, 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 don't worry. They renounce a claim to the throne, but they play, let's make a deal. Ooh. So, so they said, all right, we'll denounce a claim to the throne. However, King Enrique Iglesias, mm-hmm. your son has to marry our daughter. Catherine. So Constance they don't and John... know about all of the bad shit that can happen in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> and they also don't know all the bad shit that's gonna happen just because of Isabella of okay. Castile and Catherine of Aragon. Oh goodness. Um, but the deal was struck. Hey, you're still gonna be the king of Castile as long as your son marries our daughter. Okay. We're good. So they're technically second cousins i think because peter and they'd be first cousins once removed yeah so yeah so technically second cousin yeah because it's a half so yeah yeah, 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 yeah. whatever okay. whatever <laughs> constance's daughter ended up birthing king john the second of castile who ends up being queen isabella of castile's dad okay so anyway thank you for coming to my ted talk this has been castilian <laughs> history 101 um, <laughs> but not much else is really known about Constance's life after this point. Did you um, find anything about what happened, what went down with her during the peasants revolt? No, I did not. Cause in, um, in some like really deep in the weeds stuff I found, it was like, so she's like chilling. Remember how she had like a castle up the street from London? Yeah. So she's chilling there and the peasants come in to do the revolt and they pass through her town because it's only like a few hours angry mob march from London. So she and her crew flee to one of John of Gaunt's um, lands up north and they don't recognize her because she's never been there before and they didn't nice. let her in. <gasps> oh no. And so she had to like go back at some other castle. And be like, Ugh. no, but for real, I'm. I'm but for John real, I am. Wife. I am the Duchess of Lancaster. And then they were like, oh, we think we wreck. That's how like little they were seen together. They're like, she literally went to her husband's properties, and he was like, and they were like, oh, okay, you're the queen, or not the queen, but oh, okay, right. you're the Duchess. Well, LOL. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <clears throat> it's crazy, but to me, it makes. sense sense because like with her it was such a dynastic it had nothing but to with, do with with her yeah. upbringing you know like she was used to dad potentially having a wife over here yeah. while mom is a mistress so she's kind of used to not that royal marriage being this it's just right. for name purposes right. it's just a technicality so i can see how she'd be like oh shit now this is like really biting me in the ass no <laughs> i do, i don't think from what you've said, and from like we know from her upbringing, I really don't think that she expected to be in love with John of Gaunt, or I really expected no. anything from him besides what she got. But in that one story that I read, and like it was so hard finding any sources on it at all, it was deep and buried. But I think she expected a little bit more protection. <laughs> right like um then like this is my husband's house and they're like lol all right get out of here 
you might have the accent down, but you're not really Constance of Castile. And she's like, um, no, bitch, I am. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure John of Gaunt actually fired the dudes. <laughs> that didn't good. Good. Because they should. Um, <laughs> they should have had but, at least like a sketch of her on hand or something. I know. And even like a password modern day, she could have used. It's, like all of the images that we have of Constance are like maybe her. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like Oh, um, that's how it was with that was with uh Catherine Swinford too. Constance of Castile, Duchess of Lancaster, died on March twenty fourth, thirteen ninety four. So she would have been no older than forty at that time. Okay. Um she was buried at the Church of Annunciation of Our Lady of the Newark. Oh my fucking god these churches with their long ass names um newark church of the church of the annunciation of our lady of the newark is it in new jersey yes no, yes not. <laughs> <laughs> but sadly that church was destroyed um you know when henry the eighth's dickhead son decided it'd be cool just to like tear down all the churches Woo-hoo! yeah um I think he hated churches with long names too. Just like me. <laughs> too long. Just call it church. Got, pull it down. Um, so just call it church. <laughs> so Constance, while a much lesser known woman, direct relative of the most powerful woman player, quite pos- arguably the most powerful female ruler in history, Queen Isabella of Spain. Um yeah. She rose above all of her father's, you know, shenanigans, and she ended up being legitimized as an heir to the Castilian throne. And then, despite being overthrown by her bastard uncle, she ended up being married to John Gaunt, becoming the Duchess of Lancaster, and then giving birth to the future heirs of Spain and also uh, Catherine of Aragon. So, definitely hats off to this lady. That is such a cool story, Nathan. I love that. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that she was an ancestress of um, Isabella and them. Cool. The more you know. The more I know. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We're so happy that you joined us on this episode. And uh, let's raise a glass and raise a glass. To this bitch. Click. Alright. Bye guys. Hello everyone. Stakuyi here. And I'm Gabby. And we are the hosts of History of Everything. A podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well, I mean, it's about everything. Do you want to know why people thought potatoes were evil and would give you syphilis? Are you curious about all the stories of the terrible and stupid ways that people have kicked the bucket over the years? Do you want to hear tales about all of the different badasses of history and the lives that they had brought to life? Well, if so, then look no further. History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be.